You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. Welcome back. A few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to sit down with Harley Finkelstein, the president of Shopify. If you missed that episode, you have to go back and listen. It was all about storytelling and how important story is in the minds of your customer. So about halfway through the conversation, we jumped to some recent brands whose products you know, he was using and I was using and how we have the story ingrained in our minds. So the example that came to mind for me was this incredible black soap handmade by impoverished villages in northern Ghana. They offer a whole bunch of other products too, and the brand is called Baraka Shea Butter. And today I'm sitting down here live with Wayne Dunn, who's the co-founder and happens to be a longtime Privy customer. And Wayne, this is just amazing to finally connect. I think we met maybe two years ago when MailChimp and Shopify first broke up. You heard about Privy, we connected. I always love getting your messages that you turn on the podcast on your long drives between villages in Africa. It's just so inspiring and it's awesome to be chatting live today. Thanks, Ben. It's awesome for, for me, too. And, and you know, Privy has been a big part of our journey and, and an exciting part because you've helped us grow. And, and as you said, Baraka is a business, but, it, but it's a story. It's an impact story. And, and we really work hard to make impact in the communities where butters and oils and products come from and then find ways to bring that impact forward so it can create value for our customers and our customers' customers. And, and you know, Privy has just been so helpful in that. And uh, your team, I, I just can't get over it. I mean, even when you were swamped and because of the MailChimp Shopify breakup, you guys responded immediately and, and took time. I mean, I was very naive. I, I still am, but you guys were so great. You added a lot of value to what we were doing. And, uh, you know, and here we are. Thanks, Wayne. That's incredible to hear. But let's chat about you guys, right? I want to make sure everyone understands who your co-founder is and, you know, the story behind Baraka. Okay, well, that's great. I'm excited to share that. And that's really driven the the whole brand story. So my co-founder, my wife, my son's mother, uh, Gifty, who's from Northern Ghana, and we were, uh, you know, go back. I was in Ghana often doing consulting and training work always take things back into the villages and communities where, where she grew up, where her extended family lived. And uh, one time we were there and the women said, you know, we really appreciate what you're bringing us, but, you know, we just, we want to earn income. We want the dignity of income. And that's been a real touchstone for us. I was, uh, at the time I, I was doing other consulting work, so it wasn't a big deal, but you know, we'd take shea butter and bring it back, and uh, and Gifty was making product. Uh, you tried uh, some of her product on on your uh, on your new daughter, and and uh, you know it was great, and people loved it. You know, it wasn't enough to make much of an impact. So uh, Gifty and the women both pushed me and said, you know, Wayne, you've got this business degree from Stanford. Do something with it. Help us. So. So we started to find a way. I, I thought, you know, shea butter is this amazing product. People are using it, but it's more than a commodity. The way we're doing it with the direct connection to the hardworking women in the village that are making it, we can bring some extra value. And that's where the story came from. It, it's not, I mean, we're not 
some do-gooder company that's out to change the world. And, you know, we're doing all of this because we want to make a difference and there's nothing in it for us. You know, that's crap when businesses tell you that. At the end of the day, we're a small family business. We need to make a profit. We need to earn income, but we want to have an impact on women and community in these remote villages in uh, in northern Ghana. And the way we can do that is by helping to connect our customers and our customers' customers with the women who make it so they can understand the story, so they can understand the impact that their purchases are having. And in that way, we are selling not just the butters and oils and the technical qualities of them, but we're selling the the impact and the feel good and, and the marketing. We're supporting our customer's brand. And by figuring out that way that we can use story to pull value that the impact that we have in the community and pull that along the supply chain so our customers can use it, that's helped to create our brand. And that's all about story. Yeah. I mean, I think looking at your website, I'm obviously on your email list, reading those emails. I think it's refreshing for me because story is the foundation of marketing for Baraka, right? And, you know, there's a lot of brands out there that are flashy these days. And, you know, they may have a small story component, but it's really about the aesthetic of of their look. And everything you do, and I mean this as a compliment, is focused on the people who are making the products that you buy on Baraka, right? It's the focal point of everything. And it, it's your wife, obviously, you're sprinkled in there a little bit, but it's really showcasing, you know, the people in the villages that are are making these products. And they are are doing it. I, I mean, on one level, they're so grateful uh, to have uh, be able to get revenue from something that they've been doing because if we weren't buying it, many of these villages just wouldn't be making it. We were, two weeks ago, I, I was in villages registering uh, organic nut pickers. So they, they pick the nuts and they prepare them for us to, to be able to make shea butter from them. They were so happy. I, I'll send you some videos of, of their dancing and, and celebration because they really struggled to find somebody to buy this from them. And, you know, and we were partnered with a conservation organization. We're, we're paying them 20% above markets. We're paying them a premium. But it isn't, you know, again, we can afford to pay them a premium because of the value we get from the story and the impact. And you know, I always, when I was teaching, I was a professor of corporate social responsibility at McGill University for a while and taught, did programs all over the world. I always talked to people about focus on value. If you focus on the value, what value are you creating and how can that be valuable for others? So we recognized early on that the impact we were having is we were helping women to be able to pay medical bills, to give their, you know, have their children have proper school supplies, that they had these basic uh, needs in, in their household met through the income they were earning from shea butter. We took that impact and then we help our customers to tell stories with that because our customers tend to be you know, people who make their own products to use for their friends and family, but mostly small businesses themselves who uh, they post and repost our content and share with their customers 
the impact that it's having. So that story really helps our customers to market and it gives us a a competitive advantage. I mean, in business, we all want to have a strategic competitive advantage. You know, our family's heart, our, our business heart has always been in making an impact in the community. But, uh, you know, even Bill and Melinda Gates couldn't change the world with their will. So, you know, my uh, my piggy bank is not going to make a difference. But if I can package that impact in a way that my customers can get value from that story in their business and their marketing and their customers can get can feel good about the impact that they're having, then we can make more impact. But it's all about marketing and story. That's amazing to hear. And, and actually, you know, the other day you sent me an email and I'm not going to read the whole email. I'm not going to share the numbers, but I thought it was amazing because what you said was you've got this really solid brand story. It's centered around impact sustainability, value props that have really enabled rapid growth of the brand and the business this year, especially. And so it sounds like your monthly sales, which were high to begin with, have really multiplied by eight in a matter of months, which is incredible. So can you tell us a little bit, like, you know, the focus on social responsibility and story what changed between six months ago and today in terms of maybe how or where or what channels you're using to tell those impact stories? Well, thanks, Ben. It, the story goes back to the issue of our time, which is, is Corona. I was, uh, you know, amongst many in, in March of 2020, I, I was in Ghana and I, I was scrambling to get back to Canada and not not sure what was going to happen anywhere. And on, on the flight, I, I was real worried about, uh, about my business. I knew that my consulting and training practice was going to be finished. And I started to think about, okay, what value can we bring that's important to where people are at in this time? And I thought, you know, there's this growing interest in making handmade soaps and cosmetics that people all over are interested in making their own stuff and knowing about where stuff comes from. And now all of a sudden there's going to be millions of people at home, um, you know, with time on their hands and able to do this. So I thought we've got to change our offering because before that we really didn't sell anything less than five kilograms. So literally on the flight from Ghana to Canada, I come up with a whole new product strategy that we went down to 500 grams that we started to tell our story more and you know we would target more people um, going home got home had to figure out how to do that packaging how to figure out how to do the shipping I mean I'm you know I'm not an e-commerce expert and once we figured out that logistics you know and I, I kept telling stories about it uh, you know if you uh, People tell me that my videos and and posts and everything on Facebook and social media are very amateurish, but in that amateurishness comes an authenticity. And uh, that's what we had. Then about, I don't know, maybe seven or eight months ago, I invested in marketing. We had done no marketing before that, but I I got a a local company, Echo Echo Digital, out out of Victoria on Vancouver Island. They started to develop and post some Facebook ads. 
and they were blown away by the reception because they would put an ad out and it would be shared 50 and 100 times and amplified with all these comments and people would take the ad, post it on their Facebook page and say, we use this shea butter because it's the impact is great, the quality is, is great. And so that's when I realized how much we had a lot of raving fans and, you know, not because we do everything right, for sure. We make mistakes, probably more mistakes than many, but we try hard. We try hard in the impact. Uh, the Baraka team turns themselves inside out to respond to, to customers. And it just created this momentum. Then uh, thanks to your team for turning me on to Paul and, and his marketing support and, you know, integrating and being able to properly use all of your materials and tools, which are easy to use, but also, you know, for someone like me, it was just way too much time. Paul is just, I mean, I was just on a call with him and he's blown away by the results, but all because, you know, there's that fan base there. There's there's that customer base who've been impacted by the story and, uh, you know, and feel good about the support that they're able to provide. You know, we're just, again, thanks to you and your team for recommending uh, Rebecca of Rainy City Agencies. So we're redoing our website so we're going to be able to better tell our story. And our, our old website had a ton of content, but it was sort of held together with, uh, you know, bubble gum and, and haywire and, uh, and and the logic that I'd, I'd put into it. So it was a creation of, of mine. So now we're going to have it professionally done and, you know, and some better thought put into how it's organized. But all about the story. The story has driven the impact of the Facebook and Google ads. The story has driven the impact of using the privy tools and pop-ups the email impact. That's incredible. So th I'm curious about those Facebook ads. I mean, I think what's so amazing is that because of the real impact behind the brand, you know, that's not something that you can bullshit, you know, like it, it is real, it is intentional, and there is positive impact that you've created through the Baraka brand, right? So these ads and these emails really just become channels to tell that impact story. But I'm curious about the Facebook ads specifically. Are they ads that showcase the people making the product or some of the videos that you mentioned? Like what, what are actually in the Facebook ads? I was afraid you'd ask because I often don't see them or I, I don't remember them that well. They're a bit of both. Um, they talk about the product. They talk about the quality and how it's made and, and the impact. Some of the videos, I mean, by far the most popular one is a uh, just a, a short documentary that uh, that I actually put together. I I, uh, I storyboarded and and shot the content and uh, you know had support from a few people on the technical side. But it's it's not fancy. But we run it just you know you know how shea butter is is made. Here's how handmade shea butter is made. And it's generated, I don't know, I think last time I looked, probably 400,000 uh, views on, on YouTube in a couple wow. months. That's amazing. The, the ads blend in product-specific information and story. We always try and have a bit of both. It's incredible. And I can safely say that at night, if I'm on the couch and we're using the, uh, the lotion from Baraka, maybe give my wife a foot rub or something like that, we're actually thinking about 
the story behind these products, whether I'm in the shower or on the couch. So, you know, I think from my seat, it's super inspiring to watch you, you build this brand, Wayne. And I think for any other founders out there that may be sitting on a idea for a, a business that's focused on social responsibility and saying to themselves, oh, you know, we can't really build a profitable business. I think, I think everything that you and, you know, Baraka are up to are just super inspiring and really show that, you know, if you anchor a company, a, a for-profit company around truly positive impact for a community or a group of people, you can still grow a profitable business that really, you know, grows quickly. It's exciting. It's exciting. And I, I mean, you know, we, we talked about since Corona hit, we've been growing at about 500% year over over year, you know, month over over same month the year before. So the growth has been rapid. But I just want to, when, when you talked about anchoring a business on social responsibility, I absolutely believe you can. I'm, I mean, when I was working as a professional in this space between where business meets community, there's a growing interest globally and, in, you know, that business should create social value and be an effective steward of the environment while it's creating shareholder value. More and more people are demanding that, investors, customers, everybody. But if you want to build a business on a social responsibility foundation, don't just think about the impact you're going to have at the community level with your business. Think about how that impact can be valuable for your customers and your marketing and your customers' customers. Because if you only focus on the social impact that you're having, you're going to do a disservice to yourself, to your customers, and to the people where you're making the impact. Because unless you figure out how you can take value from the impact you're having and pass that along your own value chain, you're going to underperform. Wow. If you're in business, to be in business, you know, don't be a do-gooder. Do good, but do good in a way that does good for your business as well. I think that's fantastic advice. Wayne, thank you so much for joining us today. And if anyone hasn't heard of Baraka, we're going to put the link to the URL in the show notes. So go check them out. Great for gifts, great for your own house. Uh, can't recommend them enough. And Wayne, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for the opportunity. And, and thanks to your team for, for the help and support over the years. I mean, you guys are so responsive and, and so uh, so helpful all the time. Cheers. Appreciate you saying that. 